podcasting from the deep depths of cyberspace. This is Darn IT Podcast, cybersecurity made simple, and I'm your host, Darnley G, CEO of Darn IT Group, episode 39, tips to prepare for network security of the future. Okay. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of Darn IT Podcast. Uh, Just wanted to quickly, quickly, quickly talk about my little brief uh, incident uh, last week. Well, you know, I wouldn't say an incident per se. It's more of um, being completely busy with uh, certain projects uh, that were engaged with at Darn IT Group. Um, Just want to make a quick note about the... um, business email compromise attacks. If if you ever are under the inclination or the mindset that your business is secure, it's safe, uh, it's never you know going to be able to get breached or whatever, we dealt with a customer that, um, and they were a decently sized customer that basically steamrolled over their entire IT department and they were a they were subjected to a business email compromise and i just want to say it's even the many years i've been doing this it still boggles my mind the amount of business leaders who really think about security as sort of like the aftermath because they were getting mad at us because of the things we had to do in order to restore their emails and stop the spam messages from coming in so Suffice to say, everything was solved, but it's just, I really want everyone, if you are a business leader or you're a decision maker, you really need to understand the fundamentals of this stuff. Otherwise, your business may be at risk. Just wanted to say that. But getting into this podcast. Now, cloud transition during the onset of the push from work from home demands have increased exponentially. Uh, different people uh, have various ideas on what constitutes as cloud computing. Most cloud security issues fall under these three areas. One, identity permissions. Two, data configuration. And three, application code. Now, the jump for cloud has really been a big push, but... The jump to cloud has today in 2020 become more cultural than a technology leap. And and I say this because given the complexities of work from home home environments, the the company culture, as you will, has significantly shifted. And for those who've been affected, which I think it's you know a good chunk of users who are probably listening to this podcast that the it's it's more of a cultural shift and by cultural i mean a human shift an organization shift um environment shift like there's been a lot of shifts that are going on and the reliance on cloud computing has exponentially increased and that is something that we all must consider when thinking about network security of the future because we are no longer living in that lockdown castle the good old days of being able to deploy the moat, 
the drawbridge, the archers, etc., is unfortunately a thing in the past. Most IT administrators and security administrators need to take this into account while securing various different architectures or different infrastructures of various types of businesses. The reliance on cloud computing, the reliance on cloud applications have increased tenfold, even in the last six months. And that push has increased because of the fact that you can operate on the cloud. The cultural shift of this has become a present day normality. So the unfortunate byproduct of all this is that a lot of business data, a lot of business operations have shifted to the cloud, but network security or cloud network security, as you will, has not really caught up to some organizations. Yes, some businesses have considered security, etc. But we'll go through eight different tips to prepare you for the, the security of the future. And this applies to any anybody in technology because this is somewhat relevant to that. Now, SaaS, SaaS defaults, uh, software as a service defaults. Many cloud security questions fall in one of these three categories. Uh, IaaS, infrastructure as a service security, a SaaS control, software as a service control, or cloud risk management. All services can externally share objects, open buckets, which is usually a common security risk, uh, and it's typically the customer's mistake. But software as a service applications are different. A large number of software as a service applications are open to external shares by default. The organization needs to take the responsibility and do something about it like closing open file shares is really the most effective step, the first step in cloud security. Number two, maintenance is the key. Software as a service is the largest public cloud and the hardest for businesses to control. While cloud-based applications are resilient to cyber attacks, they are unfortunately not controllable as apps running in-house. So the comparison between um, being have, having that control of apps running on your own infrastructure as opposed to a third party. Most lines of businesses do not know how apps should be maintained. They admire apps much like a trophy. So they basically set it on a shelf and just admire it and stare at it. But I want you to, to remember this, that the applications are more like a living, breathing animal. It requires constant care and attention, needs to be fed, taken out to the bathroom, that sort of thing. That's how you need to conceptualize this. IaaS, or Infrastructure as a Service, security continues to grow. Businesses are a uh, trans they're transitioning from a traditional computing model to a model that lets them focus primarily on their applications. So they're moving away from the focusing on the infrastructure 
than more than focus. Sorry, now they're focusing more on the actual software applications. Your cloud security strategy should be uh, adaptable to provide constant visibility. That is very key in anything it comes to security is having that visibility. Uh, the virtual environments will bring new security complications in the vulnerability management and patching, including network security. So these things are very fundamental. Um, the, the cloud security shift starts with the mindset oriented less towards the network and more towards identity, data, and applications. The fundamental controls are the critical thinking points. So look at the fundamentals, the fundamental controls of these applications and infrastructure. This is where you need to start thinking. Network security of the future is in the cloud. Businesses are buying more and more cloud-delivered security services and fewer physical ones. These things will serve branch offices, satellite offices, or even remote users or remote offices. And this is just the fact of change today. Uh, there was a report by Gartner that analysts expect organizations will spend between $80 billion to $100 billion, billion with a B, on software as a service applications uh, through 2023. So you can see the fundamental shift of the fact that more businesses are implementing network security and how network security is exponentially evolving and more businesses alike are shifting towards the cloud and are not having those expectations to secure their applications online. Discussions are being made if the workloads from private data centers up to public clouds. So the discussions that I'm just talking about is as of now, they're being discussed about moving from an on-prem system or in-house system and moving it into the public cloud. Now, this is kind of where I'm just going to tap the brakes for a second because you need to think about the fundamental risk while moving your data to the public cloud. Some applications or some uh, data that's residing on uh, on-premise devices are for a reason. There are certain laws, uh, restrictions, privacy compliances that a company organization or country must adhere to to make sure that the data retention and the data resiliency is there, but mostly fundamentally to keep a close eye on where this data is being transferred to. So for example, if you're transferring your data over to a Microsoft or Google or, or Amazon AWS, you need to understand that this is, this is on the public cloud and you know millions of businesses and people are on these services at any given time. Point number five, SD-WAN adoption is increasing. So SD-WAN is basically a software-defined wide area network and basically just simplifies the management um, on the wide area network. Uh, in con and I hope I was right about that, actually. <laughs> in, conjun in conjunction with the wide area network and security moving to the cloud, they are adapting SD-WAN 
more and more in mass, given the fact that we're now moving away from the on-prem systems. The most decisive option for organizations in moving security to the cloud is deciding on which cloud secure web gateway or cloud proxy to use. Point number six, rethinking the SOC, Security Operations Center, for the cloud. As security programs become more uh, programmatic, organizations will redistribute the traditional SOC function model across divisions, meaning the ownership of security will start to shift. Instead of being a log management centric, it's going to be more of a threat detection and response centric applications. Businesses should still need to have threat detection and response. Now, the don'ts here, uh, the, the don'ts that needs to be emphasized is on security teams should not expect a sort of unicorn or uh, an expert in when it comes to all things in security. Don't put, do not put employees in silos. Instead, encourage them to work together. Now, I've seen businesses that put people in those silos and nothing really gets done. It's kind of counterproductive. Um, I know this from experience uh, in my past life dealing with uh, national security interests that uh, in that time, there, there has been a lot, and it's, it's still happening today, um, that there's, there's certain divisions that work in silos. So not a lot of people can talk or discuss certain aspects. And I found that a bit detrimental, to be honest, because that kind of prohibits people to actually function as a living, breathing machine. It sort of kind of compartmentalize everything. And it just doesn't really work out that well, in my opinion, anyways. Uh, point number seven, do you need a seam? A SIEM is S-I-E-M. It's Security Information and Event Management. The security operations stack is focused around the STEAM tool. Think about the type and level of threat detection you need. If you focus on commodity threats like ransomware, you're not worried about business-specific threats. Some businesses do need advanced capabilities, such as the ability to detect specific threats and to monitor events. A combination of EDR, uh, endpoint detection and response, NDR, network detection and response, and contract lifecycle management, CLM, may possibly work for most businesses. And that's one thing I highly recommend in all of our discussions with with businesses looking for that protection. Those more concerned about advanced threats and have the resources to invest in STEAM, um, but opting for STEAM and MSS, which is a managed security services, is probably the best the best sort of um, relationship you can get with STEAM and managed security services. And at Darn IT Group, we do offer that to most of our clients. Uh, point and last point, number eight, complexity drives cloud security. Many companies struggle with complex security services. So in order to simplify, cutting down the number of vendors that you use. Example, um, sticking to one to two cloud-based security services, uh, typically a um, web gateway vendor or a CASB vendor, 
eventually you'll be able to choose one vendor for uh, both, which will reduce many complexities. So really in conclusion to this podcast, cloud security is still evolving and even growing today. The transition to cloud has both of its uh, positives and negatives. However, uh, have a security conscious deployment can better protect your investments and protect your company assets. Having a agnostic uh, cybersecurity vendor like Darn IT Group will help you get the right people, vendor solutions in place. This will most significantly decrease the amount of complexities in your cloud network security and will most certainly reduce the amount of money and expenditures your businesses will spend or essentially the bottom line of the of the total project. Thank you so much for listening to this latest podcast of Darn IT Podcast. If you like our show and want to know some more, please like and subscribe or leave a review. Remember, look both ways before crossing the information superhighway. Safe computing, everybody.